I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello and welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala, God's servant and the creator of the Kindness Revolution. Today's topic is an exhilarating one, Functions of the Word of God. And here is Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hebrews 4.12 says, The Word of God is living and powerful. The Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a dishonor of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Word of God is alive. The Word of God is active. Another translation said, is living and active and is sharper than any two-edged sword. The role of the Word of God when it comes into us is to free our spirit from the grip of our soul. Before you became born again, your spirit was wrapped tight by your soul. So you are a spirit, you, you have a soul, and you live in the body. With your spirit, you communicate with God. With your soul, you communicate with man. With your body, you communicate with the environment. So watch this. With your spirit, you are able to connect with the spirit realm. With your soul, you are able to communicate with the human realm. With your body, you are able to communicate with the earth realm. So each one has their role. But the funny thing about, I mean, the interesting thing about the role of the word of God is when the word of God comes into your spirit, it makes your spirit comes alive. You, 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 the Bible says we were dead in our sin. So what does the word of God do? The word of God will now come and touch your spirit. It will come and touch your spirit. Now, remember that your spirit was dead. When you are not with Christ, you see, when I was not in Christ, my spirit was dead. What do I mean by that? My spirit was separated from the spirit of God. That's what happened to Adam and Eve after they ate the fruit, that they, the, the fruit that God said they should not eat. Their spirit was immediately separated from the spirit of God. And that's what called, that is called death. Paul was writing in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. He said, we were dead in our trespasses. But in verse 4, he made us alive. By what? By his word. Peter was writing, he said, we were born again, not of corruptible seed, 
but of incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. Now, so the word of God, when comes to your spirit, make your spirit come alive. It's almost like, think about it this way. Lazarus was already dead. He was in the grave in John chapter 11. When Jesus showed up, he was already stinking. Jesus, the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, Jesus is an embodiment of the word of God. To make it even more interesting, Jesus now spoke the word of God. He spoke to Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Now watch this. Come forth is the command. So Lazarus, who was dead, had the word of God that came from God, Jesus, and he came back to life. So the word of God, when it comes to your spirit, brings life to your spirit. That's why everything starts with the word. Everything is maintained with the word. Everything is beautified with the word. The amount of the word of God that you have in you will determine the amount or the, the expanse of, the, of your world that you dominate. Your dominion in life is dependent upon the quantity and quality of the word of God at your disposal. If you want to expand your dominion, increase the content of the word that you have every day. That's why David said, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He guides me. The word of God guides. The word of God leads. So what are the function of that word? Number one, the first thing the word of God, well, one thing the word of God will do into your life that it will bring you into salvation. The word of God will bring you into salvation by testifying concerning Christ. It will testify concerning Christ. The, the problem of the Pharisees is that the word that they were reading was not testifying to them who Christ is. So Jesus was talking to them in John chapter 5, verse 39. He said, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. So the word of God testify that Jesus Christ is truly the Lord. And once that happened, your mouth will confess it. And when your mouth confesses it, you are just confess yourself unto salvation. For confession is made unto salvation. So because the word of God is what brings life to us. Once we confess it, we believe it, we confess it, we become born again. It's possible for us to miss Christ if we are searching scriptures alone on looking for something other than Christ. A lot of people can read the Bible, search the scripture, just to argue. They read the scripture. Some people will even come to church. The preacher is preaching, and they will say, oh, I wish my husband is here. I wish my wife is here. I wish my boss is here to listen to this. When you do that, you have missed the essence of the word sent to you. It is for you. That's why you are there. So how do I receive the word? 
I realized that the word testify concerning Christ, that no matter what I'm going through, Christ is over it. No matter what I'm going through, Christ is Lord over it. So it testifies to concerning Christ. I don't just search the scripture. As I'm reading the scripture, I'm looking for Christ in that scripture. Because Christ is the only one that is the true word of God and is Lord of all. So when I'm looking into the word, I'm looking to finding Christ in that word. Where is Christ in this? The moment I discover Christ in this, I found life. I found solution. I found joy. I found peace. We should never separate the word of God from Christ, from Jesus himself, especially since the word that we are reading always testifies of him. Another thing that the word of God said, because I, I, I gave it as part A, it testified concerning Christ. As soon as he testified concerning Christ, he now makes us wise unto salvation. He makes us wise unto salvation. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. The Bible says, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation. Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So the word of God is able to make you wise unto salvation. What does that mean? The word of God is able to direct your path unto soteria. The word salvation is the Greek word soteria. And this is what it means. It means deliverance. It means health. It means um, preservation. It means, watch this, deliverance from the molestation of enemies. So when you say salvation is more than just, I am saved, I'm going to heaven. The word of God gives you wisdom how to be delivered from the molestation of enemies. You see, so this is serious. The word of God gives you wisdom on how to maintain your health. Amen. It brings health and it maintains health. Amen. It brings healing and it also maintains health. I thank God, I, as I always say at Kingdom Connection, we enjoy divine health. And I don't underestimate the importance of divine healing. But you cannot tell me that divine healing is better than divine health. No. I would rather enjoy divine health because if I am enjoying divine health, I don't need divine healing. That's, right. That's why when James was writing, he said, if any of you sick, he didn't say when. In James chapter five, he says, if anyone is sick. In other words, if you are full of the word of God, the word of God is able to keep you from being sick. It's able to keep you from being sick. Now, does that mean everybody that read the Bible will never be sick? It is not true. Because some just read it, they study it, but they don't memorize, nor confess, or have faith in it. Now, this is what... Um, 
this scripture says in Hebrews, Hebrews, I believe Hebrews uh, chapter number four, Hebrews chapter four, verse two, Hebrews four, two says, for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they had did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. So they had the word, but they didn't enjoy the benefit of the word. Why? It didn't mix with faith. So how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and keeping Hearing the word of God. You must keep hearing the word until faith develops within you. A lot of people will hear it once and they want to move mountain. Yes. It's not possible. You don't eat only one time when you want, when, and then you are six feet tall. You keep eating and you keep eating. And some of us eat and overeat and see what we have become. Because if you eat and you grow physically, if you eat the word of God, you will grow spiritually. And you are essentially a spirit. You have a soul, but you live in the body. So what do I mean by that? You need to learn how to keep feeding yourself with the word of God. So your spirit can be strong and you will be over challenges. I'll be right back after this. Amen. Thank you, Bishop, for this illuminating word on functions of the word of God. What a word. We'll be back with more after these announcements. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Be our special guest and join us for any or all of our services Every Sunday, we have an 8.30 a.m. service, a 10 o'clock service, and an 11.30 a.m. service. Come and be blessed by the Word of God by Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. Our January oral change will take place on Friday, January 28th at 7 p.m. Come and experience the miraculous power of the anointing. Join Pastor Ann Dada for her exciting book signing of her book, The Registered Nurse, here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. This will take place on Friday, January 21st from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Mark your calendars for the upcoming Immigration Law Seminar with attorney Zeno McBegar on Saturday, January 22nd at 11 a.m. here at Kingdom Connection. Although registration is not required, you may sign up by calling 720-859-1737.
Kingdom Connection Christian Center, along with TKS Pharmacy, will hold a COVID vaccine and booster clinic, which is free on Sunday, January 23rd from 8.30 to 1 o'clock p.m. And welcome back. Bishop, that was a powerful word. Thank you for unwrapping that word, functions of the word of God. Bishop, you said so many things. I, I couldn't write fast enough, honestly. Thank you. But something that really touched my spirit, and I believe it touched the spirits of many of those in our viewing and listening audience. That is, you said that one of the functions of the word of God is that it gives you wisdom to soteria. And you broke that word down. You said it's deliverance, it's health, it's preservation, and deliverance from From your attack of the enemy. enemy. Bishop, that is just so powerful. Mm. So what would you say to a listener or viewer out there today who's saying, Bishop, I am under an attack I don't feel as though I'm in a place of deliverance. My health is being compromised, and I don't feel as though I'm preserved. What word of wisdom would you give them so that they can enter into this place of soteria? Yes, to get into the place of soteria, you see, um, there was a, let me, let me use this analogy. There was a time I had cold. So I, when I had cold, um, I, I bought NyQuil, and I started taking NyQuil. Uh, I took it. As I was taking it, it didn't seem as if it's working. So I called the doctor. The doctor said, just keep taking it. Just keep taking it. And after three days, it kicks in, and the sneezing ro- stopped. The running nose ro- stops. The next thing I knew, I was back on my feet. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with the Word of God. Yes. Keep taking it. Keep taking it. Don't stop. Don't stop. You don't take medicine only one time and then you say, oh, it's not working yet. I don't care how long you think it has been. Don't forget what you are in. You didn't enter into it one day. It's a a combination Mm -hmm. of a whole bunch of Mm -hmm. things. So if we have to, the word of God, we have to unravel and unwrap all those things one by one until you are freed from them. And the quicker you learn to memorize the word and start confessing the word and making sure you meditate on the word, the faster your healing will be. A lot of people just think that just listening to the word alone is what they need. You need listening to the word Listening to the word, the word goes into your soul and your spirit. But you need to meditate on what you are listening. Think about it so much so that you are thinking about the word more than your problem. Most of the time, we think on our problem more than the word. That's true. We think, for example, if one is going through financial challenge, Mm -hmm. we never spend time to think about Jehovah Jireh. What is the meaning of that? My God, my provider. And we never look into the word to see how he had provided in many instances for people. 
and let that dominate our thinking to the point that we are no longer in any doubt that God will provide it and will provide for us. Yeah. Most of the time we are thinking on how to solve our problem. It's like giving God the problem one way, one hand, and taking it back with our worry. Mm. Yeah, that's why I say, cast your burden unto him, for he cares for you. But many people will say, it is my burden, and I don't want to burden God with my burden. God already have enough burden. No, God is the one that loves you enough. He said, cast your care upon me. I care for you. So do, then the question is, Bishop, do you also face challenges like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know how I overcome it is what I'm teaching you. By meditating on the world. By thinking on the solution rather than the problem. Remember that discovery of anything never come by thinking on the problem. It's by thinking on the solution. When they want to discover, the guy who discovered filament was, was not thinking about darkness. He was thinking about how do I make light? How do I make light? How do I make light? And that's what consume his thinking until he discovers it. If he mm. spent his time thinking on darkness, on darkness, he will not discover the filament. Yeah. So most Christians, rather than thinking and meditating on the solution, they spend most of their time thinking on the problem. They think on the problem so much that they now become um, a victim of their own thinking. Wow. They become a victim of their own thinking. And that which supposed to produce faith yeah. now begins to produce fear. Because instead of them to think about the solution, they continue to think about the problem. And what you think about will grow in your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it started small. The next thing you know, you are having body temperature. You are shivering. <laughs> you cannot sleep. Meanwhile, if you would just change and begin to think about the solution that is in the word of God, the first thing that will happen is that fear will go. That's why he said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, he said, whatever things are pure, whatever things yes. are lovely, whatever things are of good report. He said, if there be any virtue, think on these things. And then the next verse is, and the peace of God that is beyond understanding will guard your heart. And if the peace of God guard your heart, fear will disappear. And fear is, when fear leaves, faith comes in. And we walk by faith and not by sight. So when fear disappears, faith comes in. And then you now jump into Romans chapter 4, verse 20 and 21. That makes Abraham said, even though his body was dead, he did not consider it anything. But he was fully persuaded that what God said God is able to do. In fact, the Bible says in another trans passage that Abraham believed that even when God said he should go and uh, sacrifice Isaac, he said Abraham believed that God is able to raise Isaac even if yes. he sacrificed Isaac because he meditated on the word of God. Not only that, he meditated on God. 
every time you meditate on the word, you are meditating on God. Because you can't separate God from his word. He meditated on God so much that God become, comes alive in him. You see, when you meditate on the word of God so much, God will come alive in you. And the next thing you know, you are doing the unthinkable by the way of the natural man. Don't forget this. God is a supernatural God. Whatever that is supernatural to man is God's natural. When you, mm. yes, God's natural is man's supernatural. And until you think like the word of God to the point that you forget about yourself and you are, you see yourself in the world and you see the world happening as if it has already happened. At that point, you are like Peter when Jesus says, come. And he says, if it is you, bid me to come. All he needs is the word. He get the word. He was so in love with Jesus, so confident at that word that he stepped out of the boat and he did not even remember he was, he was walking on water. It was only when he took his eyes off the Lord, which is the word, when, you, when we take our eyes off the word, then we will begin to see everything. Now, don't forget, television means to teleguide your, your sight. That's what the world does. The world wants you to see what they want you to see. So, but the word of God will let you see what God is seeing, how it will end. No wonder David said, open my eyes, Lord, that I may see wondrous things according to your word. Wondrous things. That is, there are wondrous things in the word of God that we must see in order to make our life to be a wonderful life. Let me pray with you before I go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word you've sent to us, for your people, and this year is the year of our rising glory, and your word is what will propel us into that glory. Because when your word comes, we move from glory to glory. I speak your word of healing into the one that is sick, of encouragement to the one that is discouraged, Open door to the one that is looking for a new job. This year, you will lose nothing. My God will come to you through his word and your life will be a testimony in your neighborhood, in your nation, and all around the world. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.